invite all of you douchebag <laughs> live streamers to the fifth annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies in October. We lovingly call the Halloween Screamthon. I'm your host, Otis, and tonight I am joined by a very nice group of people. It's my family. So it's my beautiful wife, Katie. Hi. And Sam. Hello. And Kevin. Hey. And Stormy the Cat. You can't hear him, but he is here. If yes. I got close. He's here. If I put the mic to his face, he would just like hiss. <laughs> he would hiss at you. <laughs> he absolutely would hiss. What do you think about this? Okay. <laughs> Excellent review. Thanks. Good to know. Good to know. Are you aware that you're a cat? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Is that yes? Is that no? I don't know. <laughs> so sit back and relax. Enjoy our review of the 2022 American supernatural horror comedy film Deadstream. He's dying for followers. That's a pretty good tagline. That's accurate. He did a lot of almost dying in it. Yeah, he's almost dying for followers. Yeah. Hit that music. everyone this is episode 26 of the fifth annual halloween screamathon we got five more movies left before we get to i don't know 27 and all those we need to figure out what the fuck we're doing but before we get there we have finally finally found a moment to check out the shutter original movie it's called deadstream so for the uninitiated deadstream is a comedy horror film written directed produced edited and soundtrack done by husband and wife team Vanessa and Joseph Winter. So the lead actor in this movie, he did everything for the movie. And and his wife. Okay. Yeah, well, yes, but <laughs> it's just, you know, he's in it. So it makes sense that he went through so much Wasn't madness. Wasn't she in it too? Wasn't she No. There? No, oh, that's she just wasn't a friend. Oh, okay. um, Melanie Stone, the other girl. It's just a friend that's in stuff with him. But no, uh, this, this husband and wife team... They have done one other big movie, and that was from VHS 99. You remember that story where oh, those two guys go to hell? Really? And they're trying to get yeah. back out, and there's a demon? It's a very good found footage story. I love that one. I, no, I haven't seen that. I love that one. That's very shocking to me, considering what happened here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it's funny, but you guys should watch it. It's, it's on Shutter, but they are recording... Uh, uh, what is it? The Millennium, like for 2000 New Year's. Oh, yeah. And uh, this group wanted them to record what they're doing. They didn't understand that they were recording uh, like a sacrifice. Yeah. And this lady gets a demon put into her. But then, unfortunately, the demon grabs both of them and they get sucked into hell. And so mm-hmm. they're holding the Father camera like, out. where the hell are we? And then you just see this gigantic demon in the shadows. They're like, oh, God. And so... It's them trying to get out of hell. It is a very funny story because they hate each other. And so it's just two shitty friends trying their best to get out of hell. So uh, Joseph and Vanessa Winter, they know comedy. And it makes me very happy. And I laughed a lot. So for Deadstream, it is about a content creator that goes to a notoriously haunted house to reinvigorate his career. Because uh, what happens with a lot of live streamers 
they do a couple of bad things. They cry and make a video saying that they're sorry. And then they try to bounce back. So Keep he, doing that bad thing. Yeah. Uh, All they needed was a ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> that Miranda sings, that was a mess. I watched like a minute of her singing with a ukulele. I was like, I'm good. I'm good. What a fucking mistake. <laughs> but no, uh, this one was great. And I'm very happy that I got to sit down with my family and we get to review it. So, Katie, what did you think about Deadstream? I really like this movie. Um, we've watched a lot of crappy movies, and I don't think this is one of them, honestly. Of For the fact that it was only, like, two people who made this entire film, and it was only two people in the film, I thought it was really creative, and, I don't know, reminded me slightly of Ganjam Haunted Asylum, but oh, that's a good not one. quite as good. Oh, that's that one's I was going to say, that, that one is actually like a serious good one, though. Yeah, like, it's not a co- that one's not a comedy. Yeah. That one's like a, <laughs> that one's a legitimate, like, oh, there's murder people in this hospital, but, yeah. <laughs> but it was good. What about you, Sam? <sighs> so I started this movie thinking for the first 30 minutes of it oh that's what we're watching and was not and was not it wasn't that I wasn't into it because they nailed the parody like they nailed the satire completely in those first 30 minutes like just hands down but I was not feeling it and it it was so slow like the the literally the first 30 minutes Mm -hmm. There's zero hint of what you're going to get. Then, like, the turn hits, and you go from zero to 100 real fucking quick. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she bites his neck, and then we're off. Like, it's done. Yeah. And the entire movie changes. And for the last hour, I was like, okay, this is what we're watching. Yeah. I didn't, that, I had no idea based on yeah. the first 30 minutes that this was what we're watching. <laughs> yeah. If this had been here and we had gotten hints of that leading up to this, I would have been on board from moment one. <laughs> so I have like a love-hate relationship with this movie right now because at first, I mean, I don't the think I've, is I've, ever, I've ever uttered the words, yeah. I hate what's happening. Yeah. So many times. Multiple, multiple <laughs> times. So many times. Over and over and over again. Um, yeah. So The beginning is horrible. It is, he's the worst of humanity. But honestly, so good the, at the it. payoff, if you enjoy this type of horror movie, I do think is worth it. Yeah. That will be what I say about it. Kevin, how did you feel about the movie? <laughs> the majority of it, I fucking hated it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it, it it leads a lot to how good the, the, the main character was yeah. at being an obnoxious asshole. Yes, he's great at it. Um, because it just, it super leads into everyone fucking hates influencers. Yeah. Like... It's it was so obnoxious. <laughs> I mean, moment and... one. To be perfectly honest, I didn't realize we had started the movie. I thought like it was some weird like like an ad. Yeah, ad before yeah. the movie, <laughs> and I was like, "Who's this guy now?" Like, there's too many. Yeah. I watch some of the influ- like we follow some of the influencers and love them dearly, and we also are very aware like uh, we don't need any more of them. Yeah. It's fine. Everyone else can stay home. Sorry. I didn't mean to 
take no, that it, over it's, for you? Uh, it got way better at the end. Yeah. Like, when there was something consequential happening. Though, I do have to say, um, as far as, like, a comedic horror, it reminded me a lot of, of not the first Evil Dead, but the first reboot of hey, Evil Dead. Hey, you beat me yeah. to it, but yes. And having, like, a lot of gore, but then just ridiculous shit. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. fun, like shit that shouldn't be funny, but it really is. <laughs> yeah. I legitimate, like, I was in tears. Yeah. Several times yeah. watching this. And at things that I just, it was just because what happened was so Ridiculous. unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a part where he's like, he's outside of the house and he's like getting in to the, he's like in his car or the shit, there's like a sheriff's car or some bullshit like that. And I, <laughs> this thing like pops up out in the woods and I just fucking mm-hmm. lost it. We did. That's yeah. the exact yeah. moment that yeah, I yeah, cried yeah. for the first time. <laughs> I like I saw my life flashing before my eyes because I was like, "What the fuck was that? Was that? Why was that there?" Yeah. We like we like reversed the movie and rewatched that little segment. We're like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> yeah, and it's one second, and then it goes away. Yep, and then never, it's never see, see it, it again. again. Didn't we rewind that? And maybe because we probably had to pause it because I legitimately Good was laughing. dying. Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, Kevin beat me to the punch, but... uh, And I think that Joseph and Vanessa, they are big fans of old-school comedy and horror. Like, I always say that comedy and horror, it works really well together. Uh, The the skeleton of a perfect joke is the build-up, and then you get to the payoff. Just like a very scary moment. You want to build it up. You know, sure, you can have someone just, come out, and it's like, ah, shit, that kind of scared me. But if you build up the scene with the right music and the right just atmosphere, you can scare the shit out of a lot of people. Unless you make it last for too long. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. There are jokes. There are comedians. Norm MacDonald used to well, do that all the time. His jokes took forever to yes. get to it. It's and it was funny because he wouldn't it's, give you the it's joke. It's bad in comedy, but it's worse in horror. Yeah. When yeah. when the, when they just like build the tension and tension and tension and then they just keep building it and it's like bro okay like i can only be so anxious and now i'm not anxious anymore like i'm over caring right whatever happens to you like oh well i don't give a fuck (laughs) when it happens i'll be like finally finally exactly (laughs) finally it took you long enough but this film reminded me just like kevin said evil dead 2 and that's like my favorite scary movie of all time uh in that type of world you can get your ass kicked and you get back up you get stuff sprayed on your face. You just kind of wipe and your whole face is clean again. This movie, just like Sam and Kevin said, it introduced things that I never thought I'd see in a scary movie. I never thought I would see someone get waterboarded with a bucket of piss. <laughs> a demon waterboarding a, a man Literally. with a bucket of piss. I never thought I would see that. And when it happened, I was like, this is fucking cool. Okay. I, oh but after... Okay. There's the part when he's in the bathtub. Okay. And he fucking kills whatever the ghoul was in that moment. And he's just sitting there, like, lording it over. And then the ghoul's head explodes. And we stared at his face with all of that fucking nasty shit on him for so long. Like, it just kept going. I was like, I really need you to do anything because I can't stare at all of the disgusting things on your face. And then for 30 fucking seconds, he wiped 
at his face and he came back up and he had taken nothing off of yeah. his face. It was all still there. I was like, you've done the worst job. Congratulations. Yeah. This yeah. this movie is a hoot. It hits all the points that I want in a movie. Now sometimes I want the scariest goddamn thing you got. Give me people just getting cut in half and explosions and stuff. But sometimes give me a person that deserves every bad thing that happens to him. And then they were just trying to survive on their own. Uh, just like Sam and Kevin said, this dude, he's not a good person. No. And it's just, you're sitting there waiting, you're like, oh man, you're going to get it. You're going to get it good in this movie. And he starts like screaming and running, and then he starts getting attacked. And I was like, oh, this is great. You know? Oh my God. And yeah. Sure. If you have tweens or young teens, you've seen these influencers. Absolutely. These are the ki- These are the influencers. That your kids are watching. Highly recommended. Garbage. Very cathartic. <laughs> Garbage. If you are if you are forced to have to have an influencer in the background at any point in your yeah, life, it's yeah. fun. It, it's perfect. I, I love this movie. So I need I, I need this couple to make some more movies. And it's found footage technically. Yes, it is found footage. I guess. So they they upgrade what you do in a found footage film. Now it's it kind of dips like. Uh, was it paranormal activity where there's multiple cameras and stuff like that mm. but they just advance it you know he has a face camera and he has a camera pointing out just like uh, the haunted asylum they had cameras that just their pov it's just hey sorry we interrupt this to let you know that there's a second cat in the room hey <laughs> <laughs> but no it's just a sweet update so if you you, you got to watch it it's fun like i said it's a mess uh, you will the main character He's an asshole. And you know, like, (laughs) one of the things that I found really entertaining about it, besides the fact it was just a stupid, stupid fucking fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I I personally really enjoy that kind of shit where I I can just not think. Yeah. And you're just bombarding me with stupid crap, fun stuff. The, my actual favorite part of this was this asshole was taking votes, live votes. <laughs> oh, yeah, on his live stream. Yeah. On what he should do yeah, in like this haunted house. Yeah, the wheel bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> the wheel so was he spins it, fantastic. It hits an exorcism, and he just fucking ruins everything. <laughs> yeah, it's... I love it. This, that, and then, you know, he doesn't know what he's supposed to do. He loses his computer. He doesn't know what he's supposed to do anymore. Like, oh. yeah, it's a 10 out of 10 for like, I can't, I can't say this enough. No matter what point you watch the movie, the parody is like 10 out of 10. Yeah. yeah. They nail every facet they, they of the parody of the, who this the guy cringe, is. Yeah. The cringe uh, factor the cringe is perfect. of yeah. influencers. Like, I'm curious who he checked out um, to. Oh, I, uh, I know. <laughs> I could name. I could probably I could name, name a handful of people. Exactly. That definitely. Off of, just off the top of my head. Yes. <laughs> but I won't because I'm not that kind of person. Um, I won't now because I might mention at least some of them <laughs> in my seven words in <laughs> Okay, cool. So uh, this bad boy's on Shutter. It runs for 87 minutes. Uh, it's a quick one. So it's, you know. It's just a nice little live stream that he's trying to stay alive. So we'll get through the story and we'll talk about a favorite and least favorite characters. So the film, it centers on Sean Ruddy and he's a YouTube personality. They show some of the activities that he is all about and it seems to, his 
channel is all about him conquering things. And it's like all things that he's terrified of or just scared. Uh, one video I actually wanted more of was him being Baby Moses, the Baby Moses challenge. And he was like floating down the, the water. Oh and he was like in this little raft. And he was just screaming. He couldn't like move. He was just a little baby. Uh, His scream is fantastic. Yes. Uh, there's one where he gets like, what, shipped across the border in like the trunk of a car. There's one where he like yeah. yells shit at cops and gets his ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. So right just, now, he does all these crazy stunts to overcome his fears, but then unfortunately, to gain followers, we, there's many people on YouTube who do the same oh, shit. Now, at the beginning of the movie, they don't explain what controversy he went through. Something happens because it, it's smart they didn't just tell you all straight up at the beginning. But there was a controversy, and so Sean. Uh, he he ran the gamut of what you do when there's a big controversy. You disappear for a little bit. Yeah, you, you know. Work on yourself. You accidentally said the hard R in a, in a YouTube video. <laughs> right. Or blackface. Someone finds an old video of you doing blackface. And yeah. It's like you disappear. You, you work on yourself. And you come back for your apology. <laughs> Make a video. Apology and you, tour. And you, and you cry. And there may or may not be ukuleles involved. Yeah. Yep. And so now Sean Ruddy is back. He's got well, one sponsor. It's like an energy drink. But he's got one fear that he needs to overcome, and that's just staying in a haunted house. He hates ghosts. That's like the worst thing. He says that he grew up in a religious home, and he's like, and I hate it. And I hate ghosts. I hate it all. But he found a very creepy home that he's going to stay in for the night, and it's called Death Manor. Doesn't tell you where it is, but yeah, don't worry. Someone will find him later. So as part of the deal with the sponsorship, he can't leave. And he has to fully explore the home. If he hears a noise in another room, he has to go check it out. Now, these are like self-appointed like rules that he put up to it, but... It's it, kind of like a yes day. Like, everything is yes. Like Yeah, but, but it'll make it exciting. It's like, yeah. oh, I heard something in the restroom. Like, well, I'm going to go to the restroom now. Yeah. <laughs> it's so... Things I'm not doing. I'm the opposite of that. Oh, there's a creepy sound down the hallway. I'm going the other direction. Right. Enjoy yourself down there. Have fun in the hallway. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to be eating some chips over here. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I won't mess with you. With the door closed. I won't fuck with you. You don't fuck with me. We, we good. <laughs> so as the live stream begins, uh, Sean, he actually saves himself from himself because he knows that he is a coward and he will fucking run if he gets the chance. He takes the spark plugs out of his car and just geets them into the woods. Okay. This is maybe... Uh, I was gonna that say was no. the first thing I was like, what the fuck, dude? I was going to say this but was the first time I run. said, I hate this man, but it, it probably happened before then. But this was maybe the first time instance where I legitimately meant it. Yeah. I was like, I hate this man. Yeah. <laughs> what you just did is insane. Yeah. You're never finding those fucking spark plugs ever yeah. again. He, he knew he would run off. So he, <laughs> he is saving himself from himself. So as he gets inside of the home, uh, he has a crowbar, but then he opens it up and just drops it. That is a typical horror thing. You can't use an item more than once. You drop it. So he gets in, and he actually locks the door behind him. He gets a padlock out and clicks it, and then he takes the key and drops it into a And because a we had just watched him throw the spark plugs, I saw it coming a second before it happened, and I went, if you fucking do this, I am turning this movie <laughs> off. And then he just throws, like, so casual. It's he not even, not even a fucking build-up to it. I was like, I think I'm going insane. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going insane. Yeah. He is a gigantic coward. Any sound, he shrieks, but he knows himself. He knows if there's an open door I can get through, I will run away. He knows himself, so 
I appreciate that part of him because he's like, I'm going to fucking run if there's a chance. So he closes every option off. There's one option later, but... So we learn that the ghost of this home is Mildred Pratt. And so she was a Mormon heiress and she was a poet. And they talk about her life and she had committed suicide after her was it fiance yeah. passed away. Someone was, they were sending letters to yeah. each other and he was coming to get her so they could leave and she could get out of this crappy town and he passes away. So she commits suicide right after. And so the home is just full of the spookies. Very Any, 1800s. Yes. Anybody right. that has lived in the home afterward, something bad has happened to them. So, so there's lots of ghosts. Sean, he speculates a couple of things. He thinks that the people in the home, that Mildred probably did something to him, the ghost, probably did something. He'll learn later. He'll learn what's happening in here. So he goes to every room. It puts a very fancy camera in the corner, uses the duct tape, because duct tape is the best thing you can have in your life. He that put is that shit true. up there, and he was like, is this going to stay? And I was like, no, you fucking idiot. You're supposed to, like, that is the oldest wood maybe known to man yeah. that you just tried <laughs> to stick that thing on. No, it's not going to stay up there. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. You should have brought a drill. <laughs> yeah. So he finds a room that had no notes of paranormal activity, and that is his clubhouse. That is the safe room. So as he looks into the closet, he sees a little picture of a hand on the wall. And he's like, I don't like this thing. If anything happens to me tonight, it's because of this. You were very, very right, Sean. And he throws it onto the ground. So at that point, he tries to do a seance. He is He has a Ouija board out. There's multiple things that he does. And there seems to be a few sounds that actually go off at this point. And then a super fan named Chrissy just appears in the home and scares the shit out of him and so sean doesn't want to team up with chrissy but everybody on the chat his live stream they're like no keep chrissy a couple of lines are like she's hot like like keep her there and it is a little more exciting with another person that is 100 percent down for the cause so he gives her a camera and they actually head down the stairs back to back so he's like good now i got eyes behind me so they head down they find a couple of items that belong to Mildred. They find a poetry book. And then Chrissy's like, hey, we should do a seance. And then I know some words that you can say that'll help out. And Sean, in his like smartness, he says, I don't say things that I don't understand. She's like, well, no, it's just words that you could say, you know, and it'll help out. He's like, okay, I guess. And says Latin words. And then after that, that's when things start to fall the fuck apart in this movie. When the seance happens. Hey, Kiki. <laughs> so, Chrissy tries to scare Sean multiple times in the movie. And then it finally hits Sean. He's like, wait, I locked the door behind me. How did you find this place? How did you get in? And she's like, uh. He's like, wait, that means you were here before I got here. Because it was shut down. There's no way in. And she's like, uh. And he's like, you need to leave. Because I can't really trust you right now. Because you... Our creepy stalker lady. So, as he tells her to leave, uh, she jumps up and bites his neck. And so, he stabs her in the neck with a piece of bit of wood and kills her. And so, Sean is like, oh, holy shit, someone called the cops. I murdered her. <laughs> so, he wants to turn himself in. Like, he, there is evidence that he is, well, she did attack him first, but he has killed someone. He leaves the hallway, comes back a few seconds later. Uh, there's a trail of blood heading to another room. 
So now at this point, uh, a couple of people actually send in videos and they tell Sean that the little sign, the hand that he destroyed in the closet, that was the thing actually keeping him safe. And so now all the spirits are popping up. And then he meets Mildred and it looks a lot like Chrissy. Later on he realizes, holy shit, Chrissy is Mildred. And right after he took the sign down, that's when Chrissy popped up. So she was waiting for him to get rid of that sign so she can talk to him make him say those specific words to get all the other... To release all the ghosts. So, Sean finds a key. Not the key he wants, because he wants to leave now. He finally wants to leave this home, but he finds another key, and he had a box earlier. This is very much like a like a, a Silent Hill game. Like, you find all these items, and then finally you open it. He finds a little box. A picture of Mildred slash Chrissy, and then an old desiccated finger. What? And he's like, what? And he like, throws it away. And multiple times when Chrissy attacks Sean, she is proceeding to put her finger up his nose. And one time the nail pops off in his nose and he is just freaking the fuck out. Sorry, I also forgot about this until right now. I, same, Sean. Same. <laughs> so, um, one lady on the live stream tells Sean that the Latin words he said, uh, I don't know, guarantees his soul to Mildred. She's like, yeah, she she made you say those words. You're kind of fucked. And he's like, oh shit, I gotta get out. After a couple of scares, Sean says thug life and hops out of the second window, second floor window and dives outside. Messes his leg up, but now he's outside. Sean finds his spark plugs. I don't understand how he found them out into the world. Uh, he, most unrealistic. He right. found that one. In this fucking He found movie. one and then that thing jumped out at him. Yeah. <laughs> And so, uh, the police come. Hooray! Now, if you looked at the pictures earlier in the movie, yeah. uh, the police officer, he looks a lot like an old-timey guy that was in some of those pictures. Yeah, he starts to change into a weird, lumpy monster. Sean uses a potato gun, and it's funny, at the beginning of the, the movie, there is a short in the corner, and it's him with a potato gun. It's, uh, oh, Spuds to the Nards was the name of the video. <laughs> And he's, like, strapped up to a wall, and someone shoots him in the balls. Okay. And he grabs a potato gun and shoots back at them. I'm willing to accept this potato gun now, because in the moment, I was like, sure, he just has a fucking potato gun in his his fucking car. (laughs) Sure. That's fine. Whatever. We'll just not question that. Why that's there. I was the same. I was the same. I didn't didn't notice the YouTube video at the beginning that was, like, (laughs) spuds to the nards. Yeah. So, after reading Mildred's poetry... Uh, he learns that it's not necessarily poetry, is incantations, and she actually wants an audience for her poetry, and, uh, you know, if people are don't have bodies and they're just ghosts, they can't leave. And so now she just wants people around so they can listen to her poetry. And so Sean, he is going to try to s- complete this ritual to stop what she is doing and send her back to hell. You know, all demons are trying to just stay out of hell. That's just how it works. So... Sean makes it back inside the house. He gets, what, holy water? And he gets an old, I don't know what the syringe is full of, heroin or crap, something gross. And he gets a syringe full of holy water. A venereal disease. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> and he is ready to fight. And so uh, he makes his way back to the safe room. Uh, there are tons of tiny little tricks they do. Mildred bamboozles him, and he actually bamboozles her. He sets up his jeans like he's laying behind something. And she pops out and like, ah! And he gets a chair and just like slams it on her like back. <laughs> and he like duct tapes her down. It was so stupid. 
It's a mess. <laughs> the it, dumbest thing. It was like a WWE match. Yeah, truly. It was, it was it's so hilarious. While he's setting up this ritual, Sean like apologizes. We finally realize what happened. So he did a stunt or a prank and he used a homeless man in it. And the homeless man got sent to the hospital. And he's like, and he yells because someone's like, oh, you, you, you almost killed that homeless man. And he's like, well, I didn't know he was sick. He, he signed a waiver. It's not my fault. And then someone says, well, what about all the racism? He's like, what, what are you talking about? It's one of my seven words, so I won't say it. But he does say something later. Uh, oh, I know exactly what you're talking the about. In the street. Because the minute that he was saying, like, I've learned from it from it now, I, I think I've grown. And I was like, have you? Have you, though? <laughs> and then he went, in fact. And I went, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he uh, says it. Struggle. Second verse, baby. Second verse. Yeah. Uh, struggle makes you learn a lot of things about yourself. He's like, I don't want to die right now. He's like, fuck, man. I need to be better. And it's very much... Uh, it's a face turn. He is—he was the heel this whole movie, <laughs> yeah. and now he's the face. Well, kind of. Well, there are worse things out there. Things that want to put their fingers up his nose. Yeah. So, as he is fighting with Mildred, um, Sean reads the incantation, and it should be over, but it's not. Now he realizes that he needs to make a sacrifice. So, he grabs one of the biggest, like, what, what type of... It's a meat cleaver. Yes, yeah. and chops off one of his fingers. And the ritual's done! Hooray! Mildred gets dragged into, like, a hole and blood shoots out. But Sean's safe. He did it. Um, he he has outro music for his stream. And he's okay. thanking everybody. He's like, thanks, guys. I'm going to get out of here. This is fun. As he's walking toward the front door, uh, all the ghosts that were still in the house, uh, he can see them all. And they start to just surround him. And then he opens the door. And then, uh, I guess the ghoul that was outside that he took care of just pops up in his face. And the stream goes off. So... He did the ritual, so technically he got rid of Mildred, but now he's in charge of all of the monsters. So he just kind of pushed the job to him. Uh, I would love if they made a part two of him just trying to survive, and maybe someone else comes in. Uh, but I, this was a fun one. So, Katie, who was your... Oh, I'll do it like this. Who's your favorite character or favorite thing about Deadstream? My favorite thing about Deadstream was the camera use. We've watched a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fucking, uh, what's it called? Found footage. Found footage films. And none of them were modern enough slash tried as hard as this movie did to yeah. show you all of exactly. the different angles, yeah. all of the different things that are happening in all the different rooms. Like, his, as annoying as he was, his, like, YouTube streamer setup was fantastic. He put up cameras in every room so you could see everything. He had one on his chest, one on his head, or one facing his face so you could see his reaction, one facing outward so you could see where he was going. And he carried around a tablet the whole time so he could watch, like, each room as he was going along. And that's something that is deeply missing from a lot of current yeah. found footage yeah. films. Like, even the brand new ones that come out, that like take place in you know 2022 2023 whatever they don't use technology how people are currently using technology yeah. like if i was and they don't explain it is the thing like yeah. it, it, the thing about it is the time that it takes for him to set that up there's very little explanation for what he's doing yeah. he's setting it up while he's giving actual other crucial information about the plot and yeah. whatnot so it really organically explains itself like 
in a realistic way that is acceptable to the yeah. audience. Yeah, the the closest other movie that I can think of off the top of my head that's like this or has a similar kind of setup is Grave Encounters, um, yeah. where they were trying to set up cameras in they different had legit rooms. Cameras in different but, spots. But because of how old Grave Encounters is, they weren't, you know, it's not all done through Wi Fi. We want we aren't getting a live stream of each one of the things. It's like way after the fact. It's like cut yeah, together. Yeah, they like spliced it all together. Yeah. Because um, they're all different cameras technically. But yeah, I'm excited to see how this movie specifically changes the future of found footage and how people start using and utilizing GoPros and like ring cameras and things like that more yeah. into found footage and using like, oh yeah, look at my tablet. I have like 87 cameras and here's the view of every corner in the house. Now I can see every ghost and ghoul that's happening. Like that's what I want to see. Not just like, cause it, it was way more scary for him to be like walking through the hall and you see his 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 view from his camera on top of his head seeing nothing yes and yes. his the one that's his that's looking up at his face just like confused you see something on it can yeah the, you can the see the tension between those two shots was really well done yeah like every time they would pass that corner where mildred was like hanging and you would see mildred hanging in one camera but not in the other ones and, it, and yeah. like People in his live stream were like, holy shit, did you see that? Right there. Did you fucking see that? She's right there. <laughs> that was so cool. <laughs> uh, Sam. Uh, my favorite thing slash character uh, from this is the entire set, uh, like how realistic the chat slash live viewership oh, was yeah. <laughs> of the experience as somebody, like I said, uh, Kevin and I do follow some influencers and they are beloved to us for a variety of reasons. So we have some experience with that and like the way people are when they're on live chats and the crazy dumb things that they say. So if you pay attention, like there are some times where other stuff is happening in the, the movie and the chat will be up and he's not addressing every single comment that pops up. He only addresses certain comments, but all of the other comments are on point. Yeah. <laughs> like they all very realistically and accurately represent the dumb shit that people say on live yeah. chats like constantly and the way they like insert themselves and how sometimes one thing will happen and 20 million people will say the same exact fucking yeah. thing. I'm actually really curious how they did the live chat in this movie. Like I'm I wonder if they just had because they have done other movies and have like kind of a following, I'm sure, if yeah. they just like, "Hey, everybody join this Twitch stream and we're going to like show you the movie that we have or, like, what we're doing, yeah. and you just, like, comment, or if they went through and right. painstakingly, like, made up usernames and then made up each line of text to add into, like... Either way, it's like... It's fucking crazy. Either way is impressive. Because, yeah. because th what happened as a result of it was it was so realistic and immersive, like, that... I mean, the part where, like, the 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 fans are submitting videos to be like no listen we did the thing i was gonna say yeah. as a character if we were gonna do just straight characters the 12 year old that helped him with the symbol was gonna yeah. be my favorite character because he's such a like relatable like very typical fan of an influencer yeah. um and it broke my heart a little bit because it was like oh man you don't need to to be worshiping this douchebag yeah my my guy my poor little man yeah Anyway, Kevin. 
Yeah, you guys both hit on the stuff that I liked about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this the premise it's been done before. Story, it's been done before. Like everybody hates influencers, like that's not unique. <laughs> but I really liked like all of the different camera angles and the way that it was set up in a way it was just really unique. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was enjoyable, like, just because it was different. I don't know, like, like Katie said, like, it, the camera stuff added a lot to the plot. And you're someone who doesn't like found footage, generally speaking. No, I don't. To be clear, like, so coming from you, that's quite high praise for the movie, honestly. Like, usually found footage stuff is, I, I, I don't want to say this, but I find it really lame. Yeah. Like it, it's it's so generic. A lot of it is honestly, yeah. It's so generic. They force rules on themselves because it's like it has to come through a camera, right? So things have to just happen, and it's right. stupid. It's there is a lot of found footage that's just trash. But yeah. like Katie said, like this approach to it that had a lot of like current technology instead of relying on shit like from Blair Witch Project, yeah, like a just handheld like camcorder, shit from thirty years ago that nobody yeah. fucking does anymore. Yeah. And every moment of it is realistically explained for why it's happening. Like, no, there's no background music that isn't explained. You know how it's explained? Because every time music comes on, he looks down at his hand to turn on his stupid cam, like his stupid yeah. little yeah. recorder like, for his background music. Yeah. My favorite it takes part. One second, and it explains the stupid music in the background, and it's flawless. My favorite part was the fact that he needed to be online actively online and getting attention from people to do something else. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything, like, play into that, like, internet addict yeah. kind of attention whore aspect of being an influencer. And that, it was perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was perfect. Like, it fed into his stupid character. <laughs> it fed into everything. Like, the way that they wrote that the way that they did that the way that it ended up was perfect i fucking hated him yep. <laughs> yeah they yep. did it just right i i picked sean so kind of what kevin was saying his character was ass when this movie started <laughs> i instantly knew that i was like man i hate him and i knew at some point he would have some type of face turn like he's the main character of the movie now he could just stay Horrible the whole time. I've seen scary movies where the main person is a piece of shit, but that piece of shit is dealing with worse things. And it's like, I guess I'm cheering you on, but you're ass. But that is an actual demon, so I guess I have to (laughs) cheer you on for this. But no, it was funny. And I love that just the chat didn't let him go, and they were like, well, oh, what about the racism? What about that (laughs) that homeless man? And and all this stuff, and he's like, hey man, I apologize. And he actually says, in the middle of the movie, he says that um, he regrets that he had to apologize. Yeah. Because he didn't think he did anything wrong. Yeah. But then later, he's like, okay, guys, I'm a piece of shit. And it's funny, in the movie, when he finally realizes that he's a piece of shit, things will work out, quotation mark, for him, and he actually saves the day. He didn't save the day, he just made them, the ghost look at him. But... He thought he saved the day. But no, Sean was great because uh, this movie, there's only two people in it legit that have more than like four lines. Right. And 
either you like Sean and you can like make it through this movie, or you just have to turn off the movie because it's it's like ninety five percent of him screaming and yeah. just a zoom in on his face and him screaming and running around. Literally, so, yeah. But no, Sean did amazing. So, Katie, what was your least favorite character or thing about Deadstream? Uh, Chrissy was my least favorite thing oh, I like about <laughs> this movie. Um, and is I don't know. The whole plot of her just, like, popping up. I it was, was, it was, I like, literally turned to Kevin and I went, no. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, same. It was so, it started out so stalkery, which is, like, no, absolutely not. Gross. And then it turned into like demony, and like I liked that it was actually the demon or the ghost, like that was pretending to be Chrissy. Like that was a cool aspect of it, but it was just so gross. Like why? Why are you her stalking? Stupid Minnie Mouse him? hair. Her stupid outfit. Yeah. I hated everything about her. Well, yeah. The only reason she's trying to jump him is it's he. he inside that's yeah. the only reason that she's trying to get him i know yeah <laughs> still gross sean's manager <laughs> you made a bad decision sir <laughs> i don't know why you're representing this person but you should not be representing this person anymore um yeah like there's a moment where he was like in the words of my manager this time You've gone too far. You've gone way too far. And I was like, yeah, I'm not surprised. Not far enough, though, for you to not have a manager. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, and basically, also, money. that's my way of avoiding repeating the fact that I hate Chrissy. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin. Uh, Sean, yeah. like, yeah. the easiest the easiest target. Yeah. Like, this whole movie sucks because this guy's an asshole. This guy's a fucking asshole. He plays it so well. Yeah. <laughs> Flawlessly. You love every second of him getting what's coming to him. Right. Yeah. Like, there isn't an in-between. I don't I don't think that anybody that watches this is like, oh, I love this guy. No. <laughs> if they do, I they've seen the, the, <laughs> that meme of the thing flying over your head. <laughs> that thing. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, this dude, like... I I repeatedly said it to her like I hope this fucking guy dies. <laughs> like it would be the best that. outcome for this movie. <laughs> yeah, this movies. dude just gets owned. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care what happens to him as long as as long as it happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he played the character so well that uh, if there was a sequel, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> On the bright side, when you hate him, you get to watch him go through a bunch of Oh, yeah, he gets crap. fucked. Yeah. But it's not satisfying enough. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it really isn't. So, like, a finger lost is not no, enough. No, it's not enough. <laughs> I mean, he also had a demon bite his dick. So. <laughs> she sure did. He was, like, punching me. <laughs> I went with... It was tough. Because um, I knew he was a certain way, and he would stay that way. So I, even though Kevin hit it right on the head, it, Sean is a piece of shit, you know. Uh, but I respect what he was doing. Just like certain villains in movies, like I respect what you're doing. You're an absolute monster, but that's your job in this movie. You, right. I'm not supposed to like you. Just like in wrestling, you know, it's like Miz comes out, he's 
talking shit. It's like I'm not supposed to like you, but I do. I love the Miz, but uh, you're the not. Best. You're supposed to boo the heels, but I'm like, yay! But I'm weird. I, right. I, I cheer for bad people. Oh, the Miz is the best. That's the most entertaining wrestler oh I've God, ever seen. He's fucking best. <laughs> ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. The Miz. But if I had to choose something, and it's I don't know minuscule, we didn't get a lot of the other ghosts. It was just like Chrissy swinging on him the whole time, or Mildred. In uh, a lot of the other monsters, like the potato gun one outside, and then when he sticks the syringe in the the one monster's face in the bathtub, it just wasn't enough of the other ones. Like the little kid under the bed or in the sheets, and it just sh- like shoots toward him. And that's why he dives out the window. Um, I guess they had their moments, and then that was it. But I was like, I want to see more ghosts. I cannot reiterate that thing in the forest never comes back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like why? Yeah. How? What was that? Yeah, they had some weird face. They're like, yeah, let's put it right there, and it'll pop out, and that's it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so this film came out October 6, twenty two. Uh, the budget of box office, obviously, it is a Shutter film. It actually debuted at South by Southwest. It's a festival of a festival lot of only shit. film. <laughs> well, yes, but South by Southwest is like a month of just craziness. Oh yeah, every weekend is something different. Yeah. One weekend is films, one weekend is art, one weekend is music. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I want to go one day. Same. So, uh it released but Which one do we choose? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, I'm going for a week yeah. or for a month. <laughs> Uh, it released on Shutter, and I will tell you that the reception it was great. Everyone watched it like this is awesome. That dude sucks, but this movie's awesome. So it, it seems to be the ongoing thing. So yeah. let's do seven word synopsis. So I got two of them. I had a third one, but I can't remember it. So my first one is actually the first line of the movie, and it just encapsulated how this movie was going to work. Sean Ruddy is a piece of shit. And he says that, but <laughs> he's like sledding with dogs, and his face is like covered in ice. He says that. He's like, "My name is Sean Reddy, and I'm a piece of shit." Yeah. And then my second one is the line he says when he finally has a face turn and he realizes that he's a bad person. He says, "This stream is dedicated to the blacks and Mexicans." <laughs> <laughs> I I popped so hard when he said that. I like that is deep. so hard. <laughs> Best line of this movie. I was like, this Crying. dude is an idiot. He is a crying laugh. I told you. I already said Crying this. Laughing. He had just been like, I've learned so much. I appreciate what all that I've done to hurt them now. And I went, do you though? Do you? <laughs> yeah. In fact, I'm going to dedicate this to the blacks and Mexicans. It was awesome. There it the second is. he said it, I was like, <laughs> you yep. are so bad. Like, Correct. fucking uh, yeah. mess. Okay. Okay, I have three. Most creative use of GoPro's technology yet. And then live streamer overnights haunted house. Ghosts go viral. Yeah. <laughs> and then come for hauntings, stay for the chat. Nice. <laughs> Sam. I have three. Evil Dead with somehow a worse plot. <laughs> at least he didn't Number say the words one. himself oh he did say the words himself the Jesus words. Yeah. yeah if the Paul brothers had a third oh god absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> the whole time I was thinking this is just some fucking Paul brother bullshit oh so we're watching Jake and Logan Paul got it yeah and my last one is why is Gollum in this freaking movie <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm curious what the thing looked like before they like spruced it up, but it probably was like a golem. That's what we. Oh my god! It's got to be something golem. Someone's related. toy golem. The, yeah, their life size golem. <laughs> it's like like it's a fraction of a second, and he was like, "That was fucking golem." <laughs> this was inconsolable. Yeah, they probably had a man. So like, oh, it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kevin. <laughs> thinking about that. Yeah. Thinking about golem. <laughs> I just I'm thinking about that fucking scene. I just have the one uh, I I the price of fame. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh this this guy was doing so much to get his money. I love that he said when he got I guess cancelled, he said that he spent what weeks eating ramen and then cutting little hot dogs in it because, you know, he was poor. But now he's got a, a sponsor and he's back to having money. And I was like, oh, you're such a douchebag. But, right. you know, uh, you got to do what you got to do to get that money. Uh, oy, sometimes oy, you got to fight ghosts and demons in a haunted house and cut your finger and off. cut your finger off. As long as you're repping whatever it is that you're selling, though. What was the, the stupid, oh, like, some drink? Oh, drink. And apparently he only drank half. He's like, yeah, this is a lot. I can't drink it all. <laughs> He's like, I know, I know you guys think it's probably great. It is, it is great. It is it's great, great, but I have to save it. Yeah, I can't. I've got to keep it for all night. I've got to save it. Minority kill count. Zero. Yeah, Zero. Just two we white we folks. We don't see Sean technically die, but. Nobody yeah. dies except the ghost that's already dead. So. Yeah. So the number is still 409. A Tito Turtle in a house in a plane full of vampires. So, uh, I think that's it. So, does anybody have anything else to say about Deadstream before we get out of here? It's really funny. Yeah, um, if you like, I mean, literally think Evil Dead 2. Yes. If Evil Dead 2 is your jam, watch this movie. Um, because, yes, the first 30 minutes are rough, He's um, the worst part of humanity. The, and, <laughs> well, and it's rough to me, too, in the sense that, like, I was so disappointed. This was maybe my one criticism of the movie, which was that they had such a clear vision, and yeah. they just they just missed the execution on that a little bit. I really wanted, in that first 30 minutes, a little more of the, like, dropping of what we were going to end up yeah. with. I think they were going for, like, a super slow burn. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but the problem yeah. with that was that it set me it up for slow. an entirely yeah. different movie. What I thought what was going to happen was I was like, oh, great. It's going to be a slow burn, and therefore nothing is really going to yeah. happen until the last, like, you know, 15 minutes yeah. or whatever. Yeah. When that's not what you get. Yeah. When it turns, I mean, it. I'm not, like, she bites his neck and we're off to the races. Yeah. Like, yeah. suddenly everything is changed. And so it, I really just wanted a couple of drops in there in those yeah. first 30 minutes of... This is what you're getting. I know this guy's obnoxious. I know it fucking sucks. But it's going to be scary, I it's promise. It's coming. It's coming. I swear it's coming. Yeah. I just really wanted Maybe that. something in the background, um, like some shadow. So, yeah, something creepy that just happens. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. But if you like Evil Dead 2 and stuff like that, wait those 30 minutes out because it is really worth it. It is hysterical and disgusting in all the best ways. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sam said it. This this is like a newer version of like Evil Dead Two, and that's my one of my favorite scary movies of all time. 
we watched the movie and I went back and just went to the end of Evil Dead 2 because it's like when he gets his chainsaw hand it's like the best part of the movie and Otis will just watch the part where he says groovy over and over and over. <laughs> like we don't so need the rest. We don't need cool. the rest of the movie. Amazing. We just watch the part where he says groovy, and then maybe skip ahead to the part where the girl, the woman, comes out, and he's like, "I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul." That's it. That's all Otis cares about. He doesn't need the rest of the movie. Yeah, it's still great. My my favorite part is the crawling out of the mouse hole. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. The hand gives him the finger. <laughs> he's so pissed about that hand. Yeah. Every moment Best with part, the hand is, is my favorite. Best Hold yeah. yeah. So with that, that is the end of this episode. If you have any other cool fun facts about, I don't know, reading Latin that you don't know or don't. breaking signs that look like hands, also you can, don't. You can tweet that shit to Katie at Allentown Pod. We have an email Allentown Presents at gmail.com. Where Allentown Presents. So this was episode 26 of Pocket Books Out of Sight. We have five more episodes and then sadly we'll be done and we'll be in November. And this is Guido Choice. Yeah, and then I'll go to sleep during December because that's. I'll just have four (laughs) scary movies to worry about, and Katie will do her five billion movies, and I'll just sit quietly in another room, just work on my four. (laughs) Or actually, let me do a couple. I have. I've already chosen the scary movies we're watching for December. Yeah, but I think I did like. I I I watched a few of the Christmas ones with you. Yeah. And I was like, this is this sucks. But I sat there watching. I was like, (laughs) fuck, man, I got to review it because I watched it. That one with uh, the lady from Sex and the City. That wasn't really a Christmas movie, but it was. But it wasn't. More specific. Yeah, it was weird. But it, uh, I know it's like, that's really scared. interesting. I'm that scared on principle like, based on the two <laughs> things <laughs> that just got mentioned. I don't understand. From Sex in the City and an elephant. Sarah, or, Sarah Jessica Parker and an elephant? I don't, I know. I'm oh, I got it. I got it. I know the way you're talking about. It's, it's not Sarah Jessica Parker. It's, uh, it's, um. The nice one. Fuck, the nice girl. Charlotte. It's Charlotte. And Rob Lowe, and they are in Africa, and it's a love story, like... At Christmas. It happens at Christmas time. (laughs) So it happens at Christmas time, kind of, but she's there for, like, a vacation, and then she's, like, a vet on vacation, and they end up at this, like, elephant reserve. elephants? They end up at an elephant reserve, like, she's on a, like, a African safari thing, like, for her vacation, and they end up on this elephant reserve, and there's a sick elephant, and their vet is, like, I don't know, isn't gonna be back for a couple days, and she, like, falls in love with this elephant, she ends up staying to help the elephant, and then she falls in love with Rob Lowe, because he's, like, head of the elephants, it's a whole fucking thing. Yeah, it was weird. And then it I, ends at Christmas. Yeah, but I sat there and watched, I was like, fuck, man, I gotta, The fact I, that I was genuinely concerned for a moment that when you said she fell in love with the elephant, you, like, <laughs> right. read that, like, romantically, <laughs> and I got real scared Not romantically, <laughs> in, like, a, oh, it's my pet now. No, in in that, that kind of way. Oh, Stampy, I love you. Oh, Stampy, exactly. <laughs> so, the music that is... Probably not playing right now. That is Flippin' Combined Effort. Flippin' a CE anywhere you can find him. A studio fetus. Thank you so much for the artwork. So, for Katie, for Sam, for Kevin, all the cute little kitties running around, thank you so much for listening. And we will and we will be back tomorrow with another scary movie. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Keep it lit. Real lit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>